Aloha everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Hope you guys all had an amazing weekend. I did. Uh, look, celebrated my daughter's 17th birthday over the weekend. Had a blast. Um, nothing better than family, friends, together. Just having a good time. So hope you were able to do that. That was my resetting, relaxing, and, and recovering for the weekend. Hope you guys did the same. But look, we got a lot to cover today in the world of sports, so like we always do. Oh, but before we do that, I got to say mahalo to my sponsor, Long's Drugs. Thank you so much for all the support. Make sure you guys pop into Long's Drugs for your everyday essentials. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Vanderbilt swept our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team over the weekend, but you know what? It happens. Uh, Fifth-ranked team in the country. They are really, really good. But you know what? As an athlete, as a competitor, I want to I wanna go up against the best. I want to test myself. I wish I had that opportunity each and every day because it only elevates you, right? It just lets you know, you know some of the things that you need to work on, where you need to get better at. And I know because of the experience this past weekend, our Rainbow Warriors got better and so make sure you guys check out today's article by billy hall he's got more on that one man there was a lot of happy tears on saturday and that's because state wrestling was back the state tournament happened over the weekend and a bunch of champions were crowned look there is a lot you know in wrestling there's a lot of different weight divisions so there's a lot of different state champions on both the boys and girls side so i just want to say congratulations to all of you who are the state champs this year, but congratulations to all the competitors. Right after not being able to do it last year, having been sitting out uh, due to, to the pandemic, we all know what that type of heartbreak was. So if you were a competitor and you finished second, or you, and you weren't the champion, you finished third, fourth, whatever it was, you are still a winner. Because overcoming that adversity and coming to where you are today is a huge Win. So you guys should all be extremely proud of yourself for persevering through what we all went through. And now you guys are back being able to do what you love. And so uh, for those that competed, for those that won, congratulations. Uh, for more on this one, guys, Billy Hall got you in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. So make sure you guys pop in and go check out all the winners and state champions of this year's state wrestling tournament. All right, lots of champions over the weekend, but I'm going to start off with the D1 boys soccer. King K. Kaulike took the, the state title on that one. Congratulations to you guys. Again, I talk about becoming a champion a lot. I've been there. I've done that. I understand what that feels like. So to all the champions uh, that I've been talking about, congratulations, man. Way to grind through. Uh, Iwalani swim team got it done. Uh, congratulations to you guys on your state title. Uh, Three golds, uh, uh, from what I hear, to, to win the team victory. And then, last but not least here, Punahou swept in paddling. So congratulations on that. You guys are all amazing. Um, look, there, there's, just, there's so much to be um, celebrated when it comes to becoming a champion, as an individual and as a team, right? And I've always said this throughout my playing career. You know, each individual on a team has their their jobs that they have to do. 
They have to put in the work in the off seasons. They have to show up on game days, meet days, you know, whatever those days are, they got to show up and get it done for the team. So each individual's success ultimately leads to team successes. If everyone's doing what they got to do, that team goal can happen at the end of the season. So uh, I know what that's about. I just want to celebrate you guys, congratulate you guys, but the work doesn't stop here, right? When you become a champion, when you win, when you become successful, the work doesn't end. It actually gets harder, right? Because repeating is harder, right? Because there's now an expectation on you, on your team, so you got to put in that much more work, all right? But not to, not to add any pressure, because what does pressure do? It creates diamonds. So make sure you guys apply the pressure, welcome the pressure, welcome that adversity so you can overcome, you can become a diamond each and every day. Woo! I'm feeling good on this, on this Monday. Congratulations to all of you again. Keep getting after it. Man, wow. Look, I got to mention this over the weekend. There was Sonny's 21st WABDL bench press and deadlifting competition over at the Capilani uh, Park uh, at the bandstand there. I was able to witness this. Why was I there? Well, because the world record holders were there. My nephews, Shaden and Shaden. I've talked about them uh, before. Well, guess what? They set new state records. They, my, my nephew, Shaden, set a new world record. Actually, twice. He set a new world record and then beat it two more times. So he is now... Uh, a new world record holder in that division for the bench press. Only 14 years old, he put up 242 pounds. Yeah, he's only getting stronger. So I just wanted to give them some love, highlight them a little bit, and shout out to Sonny's, uh, you know, for, for giving these kids, these guys an opportunity, boys and girls, an opportunity to showcase their strength and showcase their passion. You know, powerlifting, in my opinion, should be a high school sport. It is all across the mainland. It creates a lot of hype and it gives a lot of kids, it just gives them another opportunity to, to drive for something, to pursue something that does have a future. And lifting, for me, has been the, that, that discipline that created the work ethic because you had to get in there each and every day if you wanted to get stronger. So that creates the work ethic. And that's a life lesson we all, that's a life, life skill, excuse me, we all need in order to be successful. So shout out to you guys again, Shaden and Shaden, great job over the weekend. Uh, congratulations, world record holders. And you guys, check out these trophies they got. Amazing. And real quick here, because I got into it, I love it, bodybuilding, men's physique, the Arnold Classic happened uh, over the weekend as well. And I'm gonna call him our very own because he's uh, you know, the husband of our good friend Brandy Lever, now Brandy Curry. Brandon Curry, former, uh, well, not former, 2019 Mr. Olympio, and that year he won the Arnold Classic as well. He went back, he is your Arnold Classic of 20, Arnold Classic winner for the Open Bodybuilding in 2022. So congratulations on that, B. He was looking dynamite, as always. And in the men's physique category, the, comp, the, the, the vision that I sort of dabbled into it that I'm doing now, uh, your Arnold Classic winner is Aaron Banks. You guys got to check this dude out. He is unbelievable. So congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to all the competitors. Again, another grind. It takes a lot of discipline, uh, dieting, training, 
And so make sure you guys go check it out. If you guys aren't fans of bodybuilding, go check it out because it is extremely, extremely um, difficult. It's a tough sport. It takes, like I said, a lot of discipline. And so does our everyday lives. So there's no difference there. Go, go, uh, go show some love. And again, congratulations to all the competitors of this past uh, weekend's Arnold Classic. Ooh, blessed today, man. Extremely blessed uh, because I got my guy, Steven Side, a sports guru, joining me on the show. I got a chance to sit down with him, and we're talking basketball. Right? We're talking about the Big West tourney for both our boys and, and uh, sorry, our men and women of the University of Hawaii. So uh, let's dive into that interview right here. Check it out. All right. Uh, my guy, Steven Side, man. Uh, so good to see you, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Of course I'm doing well. I'm in uh, Vegas or the suburb of Vegas. <laughs> the same thing. Hey, Steven, you feeling lucky? <laughs> I always feel lucky, but uh, the machine does not forgiving. <laughs> it's, it's um, and I'm, well, a, I'm look, a fancy guy. I, I've seen rounders. You know, you got to play the man, not the, not the cards or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. The man beats me. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, look, I hinted on it prior to, uh, you know, this interview. But let the people know why you're in Henderson out there in Las Vegas. Well, it's their, uh, the Big West Tournament is coming up. Uh, it's men and women there. The women have already won the uh, Big, T uh, Big, uh, Big West, not Big Ten, the Big West title. And so they are guaranteed, even if they don't win in, in this tournament, um, they're guaranteed playing in the postseason because they'll be playing in the WNIT if they don't win. But they're going for it all. They are going for it all. They're the number one seed. If they win it all, they go to the dance. And same as the, the, the men finished third, but again, that's the chance they they they, they get to go uh, also uh, to the NCAA tournament if they win this tournament. So, yeah, hey, Good it's match. all right there in front of them, right? And you know, as as a competitor, Stephen, as an athlete, all you can ask for is an opportunity, and they have that. Regardless of what happened this past season, you know, all up until this point, that all doesn't matter. The women are the number one seed, right? The men are third. Their destiny is right there in front of them. So, hey, one game at a time, you know, and, and they got to just take care of business. Um, but, hey, I just want to take this opportunity on the show to, again, congratulate our women on being the Big West regular season champion. So, it's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Now, they're, they're, they've been doing things great. You know, the men have suffered so much uh, before the season started. They lost two of their starters. Or potential oh, yeah, injuries. Yep. Injuries, season-ending injuries. They had some COVID issues during the season. They had some, uh, I think Mati Cholina, their seven-footer, was out five or six weeks because of um, injuries and, and, and the COVID process, things like that. So they've really been bothered. And then uh, a couple weeks ago, they lost Noel Coleman, their leading scorer. A guard, he's out for the year um, he's with an eye injury. So it's been tough. But, you know, as you've, as you've learned, I think a lot of times a smaller roster makes you a tighter group. I mean, now you don't, I mean, now you don't have to worry about the substitution patterns or anything. It's just everyone playing together. Everyone knows what they have to do. Guys are playing out of position. Guys are just doing anything to help. And, and, you, and you see that. I mean, that's, and they're here, there. And it's, it's not like a specialty thing. You know, football, uh, basketball isn't like, um, oh, say you're a pitcher and you don't get the bat, right? I mean, hey, basketball, if they tell you to play the five, you got to play the five. You got to bring it up. You got to bring it up because everyone's a player on that court. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the ultimate team game, Steven. You know, when I, when I seen when they had that, you know, when they lost their starters and they had a bunch of new guys in there, you know, they, tr they truly had to play the game of basketball. And what do I mean by that? They had to play as a team. 
They had to run the plays. So they had a balanced, you know, set of scoring. A lot of guys had their 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 numbers. And, you know, to me, that that can be a a a force for a basketball team. That could be something that's an extreme positive. Guys are in there because they know, hey, I wasn't having this opportunity. So on the defensive end, they're gonna play that much harder, right? They're gonna show that, hey, this is I'm gonna reward you, coach. I'm gonna reward you teammates uh, for this opportunity that I'm getting that I I not, traditionally don't get mm-hmm. so because of that you got a harder playing team not saying that they weren't a harder a hard playing team earlier but i'm just saying you have those the collective of these hard working guys that are just they were chomping at the bit to get in there and now hey to me they could be that cinderella story you know what i mean true. that's what we're, that's what i'm hoping for this is true cinderella with a better shoe contract yeah, and 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 that that's I mean that shoe was pretty nice though. There was that, that that clear that clear was it? I don't know if it was a, a, a stiletto. I'm not I'm not too up on the on the heel game, Stephen. <laughs> but that the clear the clear was pretty sick. If they could ever make a basketball shoe, that clear sock swag is going to be going way up. <laughs> it's a big game, sock game. <laughs> yeah, huge. But uh, look, uh, good luck to both of our. Our, our teams up there. I know you're going to be covering that. Uh, that's exciting stuff for the university. But what's also exciting, Stephen, is this week, Friday, I believe, yes. our University of Hawaii football players that are entering into the whether they're the draft and they're looking for that opportunity. It's our pro day right there in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. That is amazing. They're basically playing in the, one of the best stadiums in the NFL. They're going to be competing at that pro day. That's going to be hype. Well, and, and you know the kind of interesting thing too, there's, we, we just talked about team sport. Football is the ultimate team sport. There are a lot of ultimate team sports. Basketball, things like that, you know, but now you have to actually sell yourself as an individual. And you know what? That's not easy for a lot of these guys. I mean, they're, they tell you to be humble, to be part of a team, you know, do your 111th and all that. Now you got to show that you are a very important one eleventh. That maybe you know the great part, and I think that's that's going to be kind of an interesting thing that's going to be happening coming up for this. It's just it's just really interesting to see what kind of um, um, you know how you put yourself out there, and you have to. And, and as you know, it's not just about the skills, the forty times, and everything. You have to also interview well. I mean, there will be scouts there. They'll pull you aside and they'll ask some questions, and they'll try to find out your personality and how you react to things. And it's it's really their their big job interview. I, I know the combine is a. Is, is the biggest one, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry Calvin Turner was not invited to that, but this yeah, is I'm, I'm hurt by that. But the fact is, this could be better for them because now it's being run by UH people, it's being run by your old uh, teammate Abraham Elamimian, and he's going to be, you know, you're in an environment where they're going to help you, they're going to nurture you, you're going to have teammates cheering you on in these things, and I think that's going to be a little bit better than the combine where. Uh, even the combine, nobody's cheering anybody on, right? Yeah, it could be a less of a pressure situation. I agree. Um, but you know what? None, nonetheless, Stephen, it doesn't matter. It's an opportunity. Yeah. Right. It's an opportunity for these guys that right now there's guys at home on the couch, no combine, no pro day. You know, some guys are just, they don't know what they're going to do. Right. So, you know, these guys got to take full advantage of this opportunity. And, uh, you know, I want to talk about Calvin Turner. I, I know we sort of chatted about it quickly before we got on here. You know, I was surprised that he didn't, get a, a, a combine invite, the NFL combine invite. I thought he, you know, he had a spectacular junior season, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and he, he made the plays he needed to make as a senior as well. 
regardless, though, I feel he's going to do well. He's going to get on a roster, and he's going to play. He's going to play as a rookie. You know, my opinion is probably going to be um, as a return guy mm-hmm. to start. But I feel as if he can almost be that, you know, that hybrid of a, you can put him in the backfield. Basically what he was doing at Hawaii, right? A running back, slot. You know, he's that special player. He's that – he's the playmaker. You just find a way to get him the ball. And, you know, he's going to be – he's going to be a, a, a big-time pickup for any team that drafts him. And I do believe he's going to get drafted. You know, I don't but, know what his grade is, but I do believe he's going to get drafted. I think he's going to run a 4-4. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not just a 4-4. It's a zigzag time because, I mean, they measure you in that too. They measure you in the – the 20s or going side to side, the, you know, the, the 60 yard um, type of um, drills. It's, it's, um, and it's, it's going to be interesting for him. The thing is, too, I, and I've heard this today that the big debate now is people are starting at the combine and they're trying to evaluate people. There's a new position, they call it the athlete. Now, when we, when we, our paper and all those other papers, when they do all state teams in high school, there's always the, the 12th guy, and he's always the athlete. And I think that is now really a real position. And I think he is an athlete. Usually um, it's a guy like on defense, like a Corey Bethley, who's the athlete who can play several positions. But I think there is no such thing anymore as a running back, a receiver, a returner. There is one guy that can do it all. And he's that guy. So, and I think I agree. And, I agree. And that, and that makes you more valuable. You know what I mean? It gives teams more options to sort of like, you know, get creative with you. And so that's why I'm saying he's going to be a – He's going to be a steal for whoever picks him up. And the so, you know, I, the only one I'm really rooting for is Jared Smart. Jared Smart's super talented. He works really hard. He does all these new drills and everything. He's the guy who gets a big uh, bucket of rice and barrels his hand in there and stuff like that. Strengthening his hands. He does catches passes. His father was legendary Keith Smart at the big winning shot for Indiana when he mm. a long time ago. But the thing about him is what made him so special was he was unselfish. He was the decoy a lot of times. He's running hard every play because if you run hard, it's like, a, you know, if you run hard every play, they don't know whether you're decoy or not the decoy. And he did it every play, opened up for his teammates. He's unselfish. That doesn't show up in the stats. That doesn't show up in a lot of things. Hopefully, because he's very skilled, hopefully his skills will show up and they'll show that how unselfish he is and how he demanded the extra coverage to open up for his teammates. Yeah, and, you know, there's, there's those guys every single year, Stephen, that, that either are like the smarts where hey, you didn't have the much, you didn't have as much stats. But when you come to the pro days and they see your skills that they're not thinking about the plays you made in college, they, they just see someone that's fast, that's athletic, that can run a great route, got great hands, tough, humble, all the things you talk about. And they're like, Whoa, like you just, you become on some team's radar. Now mm-hmm. right? you got the guys that, that get, that go for, as a free agent that just turn heads in training camp. You know, and they just they just end up having long careers. And, you know, those stories happen. And, you know, so, again, I, I go back to opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's anyone's up. It, it, hey, it's free game now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got the projected first-round guys. You got the guys at the NFL comment that are breaking, that are close to breaking 40 records and, you know, running these fast times. That's the fastest group of linemen that they've seen since 2003. So these guys are definitely bigger, stronger, faster. Um, and that helps. And that helps. And, you know, but for those guys, you know, here, here's what I'm going to say, Stephen. The first round, second rounders, those guys that they have to prove that they can't play football when they get to, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the, the later draft picks, the free agents, they got to prove that they can. 
and it's it's a it's a really tipped scale, regardless if they're ability wise. If you're the same first round draft pick, sec, you know, late draft, it, it's it's such a tipped thing. Um, but that's just you got to expect that, right? They're investing a lot of this money into these guys, and so that's going to be the difference. Guys having to prove that they can't do it versus guys that have always been these guys, right? Having to prove that they can do it on a daily basis. And I didn't mind that, Stephen. I didn't mind being that guy. Uh, it just makes you better in the long run. So regardless, I'm looking forward to seeing where our boys uh, land and how they show out this week. And you know what I like, too? The NFL the game has changed. I mean, but they're not looking for sort of whatever the, used to be the prototypical guys. And, and now it's trickled down to college, or maybe it started college and went up there. But I got to tell you, I'm hearing such great reports in, um, in player-only workouts about this 5'9 quarterback. I thought his, his father was a legendary receiver, and I thought, okay, you know, he's going to be a receiver, right? Because, I mean, that's what you do, right? I mean, if, if your dad's, you know, a chef, you know, you're going to be a chef, right? You're not going <laughs> to be, you know, you're not going to be a waiter or anything. But, yeah, I heard C.J. Jr. is doing really well, man. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, Stephen. You know, I know he's, he's excited. He's, uh, you know, I talk about opportunity again. Yeah. And, you know, his senior year – he didn't have that, you know, coming back to Hawaii. We had plans to move back here and give it an opportunity to, to compete at the best level. I, I love Hawaii football. I think we, we are the most dominant competitors when it comes to high school football, you know, yeah. in the country. And so I wanted him to, to experience that, and he didn't get to. And so I think that just that, – that, that did something in him. It mm -hmm. was like a hunger that he just wanted – and at, at a point, we decided, you know, we're going to pursue baseball. And that's what he wanted to do. But I could see it in his eyes that he just – he wasn't fulfilled. Mm -hmm. He was not fulfilled, Stephen. And, and so when we sort of revamped the plan, he sat out the fall to kind of let some, some things decompress uh, on the mental side. He had this new energy, went back to work, went back to uh, training, and just put in the time. And when he arrived on campus in the spring – his very first meeting there, team meeting with coach, you know, Tim. And he was just like, he had this new aura about him. He had his purpose again. And he, he is so full with excitement. And um, he's been putting in work every, every week. This week, I think it's testing week. They're going to be testing their squats, uh, bench presses, and I think power cleans. Mm -hmm. And he's looking to set a record. I'm just going to say that <laughs> as a quarterback in one of those strength categories. So, uh, you know, I know he's excited, man. He's, he's ready to go. And so thanks for that, that little uh, insight. All righty. Well, I look forward to see him test well. Looking forward to Calvin Turner, Jared Smart, and the rest of the guys, Drew Pryor, doing well out the, at the, uh, the pro day. And then hopefully the basketball team start going, you know. Hey, that's it, man. The brotherhood, the sisterhood, anyone involved, we just want nothing but success for everyone. So, and you as well, Stephen, you're part of the brotherhood. You know what I mean? So, Look, nothing but success for you out there. I hope oh, you I get lucky. The, I hope you win the big ones. I think I'm part of the unclehood here. <laughs> <laughs> uncle, uncle. Hey, let me, me tell you, hood. I'm so old, coaches call me uncle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, that's okay. I don't have to ever help anyone move or anything, you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, Uncle Sai. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us today, man. Look, go, go enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's a blessing as always to have you on the show. So uh, go have some fun out there and we will touch base All right. soon. Okay. All right. Aloha. All right.
Whee! And that is it for today's show. I told you we had a lot to cover. I want to thank you so much for tuning in on this Monday. Uh, mahalo to Long's Drugs again for all your support. Make sure you guys pop by to Long's Drugs for your everyday needs. Uh, look, it's Monday. You got to start fast. You got to come out the gate. You got to keep your foot right on that gas pedal. You got to come out hard. All right, so that's what we did today on the CO2 Rundown. We gave you it all, you know, to start fast and set up our week for success. Have a good one today, guys. I'll see you all come hump day Wednesday. Aloha. Aloha.